of days you may you I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray in the spirit. Lift up your voice and pray in the spirit. You are mighty on your throne. You reign, you reign, you reign, you ancient Zion's King, Kadoshka. You are mighty, you are mighty on your throne. You reign, you reign, you reign, you ancient Father, tonight we acknowledge the fact that you reign and you reign upon your throne. And Lord, by reason of your reignship, we are more than conquerors. We thank you, Lord, for favoring us. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for preserving us. We thank you for ordering our steps in you. We thank you that yet though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, death does not swallow us. And we thank you that yet though we walk through the fire, the fire does not burn us. And it doesn't consume us. And yet though we walk through the rivers, they do not overflood us. Because you are on the throne. And Lord, we are eternally grateful for deciding to choose us. When the court of heaven sat and they wanted an election and they had the election, the election of grace selected us. And we are thankful for the election of grace that has placed us in heavenly places. Lord, tonight we came as empty as we are that you might fill us and that you might work on us and that you might replenish us, that you might do us good. We thank you, Lord, for this great opportunity. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it for granted. We say that, Lord, have your way tonight once again. 
Fill us again. Refresh us again. Replenish us again. Heal us again. Touch us again. Break us again. And Lord, remold us and refill us. The blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Let your hand be lifted up high over our lives. No one will return the same. Lifting up all members online into your hands. Let the same impact follow them in Jesus' name. Let all of us be blessed together. Let your name be glorified. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Let somebody shout me a believing amen. amen. You reign. You reign. Let's take our seats in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Can you give a clap unto the Lord in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. All right. We bless God for yet another night. And um, once again, like First Lady said, our prayers and our hearts go out to the families of the fallen kiddos um, in Texas, you know, Valdi in Texas. And of course, we pray that such evil will not be perpetrated again on our land. Amen. Can you say me a believing amen? amen? Yes, it is so. And like we always say, sometimes when you hear things like this to you, who is far away, it is news. But to the person whose loved one or who is um, a direct recipient of that blow it is an experience that they are going to live with for the rest of their lives imagine somebody telling the child that i'll see you in the afternoon and they will never see them again it's so painful but this is one of the reasons why the church must continually be praying because when we do not pray evil continues hallelujah i mean you think about an 18-year-old boy have this mindset. You can purely know that it was devils that had possessed his mind. And were just controlling him. Hallelujah. I heard a story of a great man of God. His name is Archbishop um, Nicholas Duncan Williams. Whilst he was growing up at, the, at an early teenage age, he started, he entered into spiritism. So he was calling spirits and stuff like that. Now, when you see Archbishop um, Nicholas Duncan Williams, when you see his his right palm like this, he doesn't have fingers. You see, he, he doesn't have the he only has a thumb. Not that he was born without fingers, he was born with fingers. But I'm gonna show you how he lost it. This I want you to understand that some of these things are it, it, it is purely devilish, you know. So he was he was calling spirits he was into spiritism and i follow up as he was into spiritism one of the days according to his own testimony he did something against the spirits and then when the spirits came they said light a candle so he lit a candle he was in his room he lit a candle the spirits were talking to him you know and then they said put your hand on it so he put his hand like this on the lit candle and it was burning and he could feel that his flesh was being consumed. He couldn't retract it. When you see Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams today, he's in Ghana. and He's still alive by the grace of God. You will see that he doesn't have fingers because 
they bent it until he said all of a sudden something just came and then picked him up and then that episode left so sometimes not sometimes these things when you hear them you know you can assign all manner of reasons to it but they are perpetrated by devils and demons yeah devils and demons praise the name of jesus and that is why the church has to pray you see and that is why when you hear things like this don't think that well it is somewhere because evil is around and until we stop it the government can't stop it no laws can't stop it if laws can stop it it wouldn't it it, it keeps on happening amen and i as i was meditating upon this on uh, uh, in prayer I, I realized that the last thing, a major one like that, almost with a similar number happened was in 2012. And exactly 10 years time, the same thing has happened. We got to repel some of these things by prayers. Hallelujah. And God willing, on Friday, we will engage in prayer in that direction as well. So I want you to come prepared so that we can deal with some of these atrocities that the enemy... And that is why Bible said that train up the child the way he should go. It's so very important. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I am talking briefly about God's wisdom in partnering with us. God's wisdom. And I love the way L.P. Shana started my message for me. Saying that the cattle of a thousand hills, the world, the earth, and the fullness, the whole Bible says that it belongs to me. Right? And then, so if the, the world, the earth, and everything in it belongs to the Lord, why would he want to partner with us? Why, why must he partner with us? You see, it is the hidden wisdom of God. Hallelujah. God has a wisdom reason why he decides to partner with man. As far as our lives are concerned. And brothers and sisters, the partnership of God with man does not advantage God. It advantages us. Yeah, it is for our good. Praise the name of Jesus. If you enter into partnership with a big man, in quote, in the business, you know that that business will not suffer. It doesn't matter how you go down. Once he has the resources, hallelujah. I, I used to watch, when I was in London, I used to watch um, a program. I know they do it also here in America. Uh, the Shark Tank, right? Yeah. Now, and sometimes you see partners. I mean, you see um, people with very powerful business ideas, but they don't have what it takes to push the ideas or to make it real, to make it tangible. So what they do is that they now present it to people who have what it takes to let the expression be tangible. And then they say that, okay. So sometimes you watch it and you see that the people have very good plans very good business proposals and ideas but sometimes the other investors are not interested until they see that one investor is interested and then they decide to also join not because they wanted to be part of the business but for the fact that another investor has seen something in that business which they probably may not have seen then they will say that okay if this uh, person will invest then i'll also invest hallelujah now so you got to understand that anytime there is partnership anytime there is partnership whether it is in business or whether it is in anything your partners determine or your partners are a very vital tool to determine whether the business will be sustained or not hallelujah the agenda of god for everybody's life 
can either be aborted or can come to pass depending on who is your partner on earth. Hallelujah. There is nobody on earth who is an accident. Even if in quote you are a biological accident. I said in quote because according to human beings they may say that well we didn't plan for you. You, you, you something 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 and you appeared somebody say me i believe in amen they may think that maybe you are a biological accident but in the things of god and in the eyes and the mindset of god anyone that appears on earth is not a biological i mean it's not an accident there is a reason why the lord sent each and every one of us here on earth now that purpose cannot come to pass except we are in partnership with the person that sent us now here you are, I'm sending you to go and then do or execute an agenda. And then as you are going, you are not talking with me. You are not discussing why I'm sending you. What are you going to do? Amen. It is only the, 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 the execution of the agenda that I'm sending you to do is connected to how communicative you are with me and how you link up with me in order to receive updates. Praise the name of Jesus. That is why when we are going somewhere or we are traveling and we key in the address in the GPS, as we are going, we are monitoring this, the screen. Sometimes they will say that there is um, um, whatever. They want to detour you and then they will ask you um, five minutes earlier, if I change the route, do you want it? You say yes. And then the, the GPS will reroute you and all kind of things. Why are all those things necessary? So that you arrive in time and in the place where you want to go or where you are being sent. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, so in order for us to fulfill destiny, to know destiny and to fulfill it, which of course means success. You remember the definition of success we gave from the beginning of the month, right? The definition of success is knowing and fulfilling fully the plans of God and the purposes of God for our lives. When you fulfill fully, the purposes and the plans of God for your life, you have succeeded in life. Success is not money. Success is not getting land. Success is not marrying a beautiful wife, a powerful husband. No. Success is knowing and fulfilling fully the plans and the purposes, the reason why God sent you on earth. And that can be achieved by unlocking through the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Now, one of the greatest elements of the hidden wisdom of God, in case today is your first time joining us, um, I will encourage you to do a refreshing of your mind through our podcast and then through our previous um, sessions. Every month, we have a theme that we teach on and then we run through. So, this is a continuation of what we have already built up. So, um, that is why I'm talking about success and wisdom and all that. Now, one of the greatest elements of the hidden wisdom of God is in he deciding to partner with man. Yeah, it is a hidden wisdom of God. And that is what I'm going to talk about. Probably if we are not able to finish, we'll continue on Sunday. Now, understand that God can do everything with or without us. That is so very important a statement that we must understand. That with or without us, God can do anything. In fact, when you read the book of Genesis chapter 1, when you start reading from verse number 3 all the way to 25, when God was doing the construction and everything of the world, he didn't 
call it, there was no man there was no human beings were not on on the earth we were not part at that time do you remember when you start from verse number three and god said let there be this and god said let there be that and god did this and god did that in verse number 25 when god did everything um, without the help of man, without the involvement of man, in verse number 25, Bible says that, and the Lord saw that it was good. Amen. You understand it? So, with or without us, God can do everything powerfully. And it will even be better. So, why would he decide to partner with man? Because of the hidden wisdom of God. You see, but sometimes we don't understand the hidden wisdom of God. So when God is partnering with us, we see it as problems or trouble. But the involvement of God with man is always for the benefit of man. Don't forget this statement. Anytime God chooses to do anything with man, it is for the advantage of man. But because this wisdom is hidden, many people don't know. Amen. One day in the book of Luke um, chapter 5, when Jesus came to Peter and then Jesus said, Peter, uh, can we just read Luke chapter 1? Sorry, chapter 5 and verse number and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood, by the way, let me say a very big thank you to all of you that have given tremendously for the um, expansion where you can see it going on. It's going to be very beautiful. Amen. I mean, I can't wait for it. Hallelujah. And so God richly bless you, those of you online that sent in your contributions and all that for the expansion ways. Now, so he says that, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesareth. Verse 2 says that, and he saw two ships. Somebody say he saw two. Hallelujah. But he chose one. He didn't choose the two. Bible said that he chose, but the fishermen were gone out of them. And were washing their nets. And then he entered into one of the ships that was for Simon. Hallelujah. Amen. How many were they? But he chose one. Now, that was Simon's. And Bible said that he prayed him and he said, Please push a little out of the land. And he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. Verse number four. Now, when he had left speaking or when he had finished, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Verse number five. And Peter, Simon, Simon answering, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and we have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Verse six says that, And when they had done this, they enclosed the great multitude of fishes and their net broke. Verse number 7. And they even beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. You see, anytime God decides to partner with man, it is not for the advantage of God because he can do anything without us. It is for our benefit. As a matter of fact, do you know Desiree that when um, elections happen and then new political leaders are selected, people begin to lobby for positions. It is a serious lobby, you know, Benedict, a serious lobbying. 
Now people have to consult with people's grandparents who had influence over them, uh, over their uncles who can now speak to this and that and that to get a place to fit. We want to partner with the president in moving the, the nation forward. Hallelujah. Even though they know that when they are there, they are going to enjoy themselves. But why is it that when human beings see people in authority, they want to partner with them, but when it is about we, you see, that is the hidden wisdom of God. Are you understanding it? It is the hidden wisdom of God. Can you imagine the privilege it is if you come to understand that you are partnering with the king of kings, the lord of lords, the owner of the world. My goodness. My goodness. And you see, as part of the points that I'm going to give you, one of them is that Anytime we partner with God, uh, the Lord preserves where we are. I will come there and and, and I will explain to you. Do do you, you know the reason why the Lord, I mean, you know the reason why destruction came to Sodom and Gomorrah, right? It was not because of their sins. It was because there was no partner of God there. Do you understand it? There wasn't any partner. God didn't have a partner. He didn't have 10 partners in Sodom and Gomorrah. If there, if there were 10 partners of God in Sodom and Gomorrah, he would have spared the land. Who would destroy something that his investment is in? Here you are. You have a big business. Me, myself, and the Tetequis, let's say we have a business agenda. or We are, amen. We have a business together. And then, I have what it takes to preserve it or to cancel it or I have the opportunity to cancel our businesses that must operate on the land. Do you think I'm going to cancel their business? Why not? Because my, my interest is in it. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 9. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 9. This message is very short but it is so powerful. He said, for the lost portion is his people. Do you see that? For the Lord's portion is what? So if the Lord finds his people in a place, the Lord will preserve the place, not because for the place, but because of his people there. Yeah. You see, that is why. you, You see, that is why you must understand who you are in God and in Christ. When you understand who you are in Christ and who your owner is, Wherever you find yourself, you, I sit in the aircraft and I always tell you, I sit in the aircraft and I say, ah, because of me, everybody is safe. I may not even be in the business class or the first class. It doesn't matter. Once I am there, for the lost portion is his people. Yeah. Bible says, have you forgotten in Genesis chapter 39 from verse number one? Bible says that you should see how valuable you are. You see, this is why Charles, this is why the enemy fights Christians and believers. <laughs> you can go to your workplace if you like. If you like tomorrow when you go try it, start talking about Muhammad. People will even be interested and they will ask you, oh, how much more do you, of Muhammad do you know? Go and talk about Buddha. People will be, wow. You know Buddhism? Tell me more. Go and talk about confusion. Go and talk about anything. But mention Jesus Christ. You have mentioned an abomination. Be- Listen, 
the wisdom of God is that where his people are, he preserves it. But because the devil wants to destroy everything, he wants to make sure that the people of God will not be at a place. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. The moment we come to the understanding of who we are, I read in Exodus chapter 8 verse 22. Look at Exodus 8 and verse number 22. You see that apartment complex that you are, you are the reason why the place is safe. I don't care what you think, but that is the truth. And I will severe in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. To the end that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Verse 23. Look at 20. And I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this thing shall be. You are so significant, eh? You may not know it, but the devil knows it. Do you know the Bible said that when Jesus was born, Leon, his star was shining. His parents thought we have, uh, we have given birth to a baby. But Bible said wise men saw that joy had come to the world. Sometimes you may not even know that you are the reason why there is a certain blessing in a certain place. And when the enemy is fighting you, he is not fighting you because of you. He is fighting you because, because of you there. He cannot execute fully his mandate. The Lord's portion is his people. This statement alone must make you too excited. Ha! You hit the road network. You say that because I'm on this road network, everybody is safe. Because I am the Lord's portion. And he said that the eyes of the Lord move to and fro the surface of the earth after those whose heart are after him to preserve him. Is it not powerful? Hallelujah. So, the quick question is that why does God decide to partner with man? I'm going to give you a few points. You know, I love giving points. When I give points, we are able to remember. Hallelujah. I mean, I can preach it in a rhyme and then we will go, but you may not take points because you may miss them. Hallelujah. When God created man in his wisdom, he decided to partner with man because of the following reasons. Number one, because God was putting us at a place where the enemy was cast to. Yeah. The first reason why the Lord decided to partner with man after creating man was because where God was giving man his domicile, the enemy was there. The enemy was cast onto the earth before God created man and put man on the earth. So in order for us to overcome the enemy, God needed to partner with us. Because without that partnership, it is almost impossible for you to become a continuous victor over the enemy. This guy was there before we were created. He knows God more than we know him. He understands spiritual things more than we do. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation chapter 3, and sorry, Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 13, in one of the churches, when the Lord was giving a message, he said, for I know your works and where you dwell, even where Satan's seat is. So how can I let you be in a place <laughs> where your greatest adversary is and I will not partner with you? Then it means that 
I have been unrighteous to you or I have been unkind to you. Please, do we understand it? So, the first point that we need to understand why God decides to partner with man, the hidden wisdom of God in God partnering with man is because where man is placed or the domicile of man has the greatest enemy of God. I mean, has the greatest enemy there. That is the enemy called Satan. Revelation chapter 12 and verse number 12. And it is only in partnership with man that man will be able to overcome that Bible calls him the old serpent. Therefore, rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. But woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And the Lord created us and placed us on the earth. And he said, woe. So how can we overcome the woe? Except we are in partnership with the one that can tell us how to overcome. So the hidden wisdom of God is that when God makes us his partners in life, it is so that we will be able to overcome the enemy. Hallelujah. Bible calls him the old serpent. Which, de- which deceives the whole world. Look at Revelation, the same Revelation chapter 12. Look at verse number 7 to 9. Look at what the enemy does. He deceives the whole world. So, Mama Diko, if God is not in partnership with us, we will be deceived. And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and Bible says in verse 2, and prevail not. Neither was their place any more found in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. Somebody say that old serpent. It means that he has been there before we came. He knows all. He understands all. Hey, a force that can rebel against God. Man. And he is where the Lord is placing you and I. We, 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 we need, we need... You see, we need continuous and constant link with God. Otherwise, we can't make it. Doesn't make sense to us. Look at that. Which deceived called the devil and Satan. Which deceived the whole world. He deceives the whole world. And here God is putting us there. So we need to be with partnership with him. Because without partnership with God, there is no way we can sustain the continuity of our victory over this old devil. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 37 and verse 23 and Jeremiah 10, 23. Psalm 37, verse number 23 and Jeremiah 10, 23. He said, he was talking about how you and I cannot even order our steps because of where we are. When we are on the earth, he said that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. We don't order our steps. We cannot order our steps. It got to be ordered by the Lord. The Lord doesn't order the steps of everybody. He orders the steps of those in partnership with him. Amen. There are many businesses around. Amen. If you are a businessman, you don't go about... um, um, can I give you advice about your business? Can I give you up? No. You only give counsel in your business where you are a partner of. Please, do you understand it? So God does not, that is why he specified. He didn't say the steps of every man are ordered by the Lord. He said the steps of a good man. 
the one that is connected to the Lord are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his ways. Look at Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23. Very powerful scripture. He said that it is not in man, oh God, whose, oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walk to direct his steps. Except we are in partnership with the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Say Lord, from today, I walk and I live in partnership with you. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two, why does God, what is the hidden wisdom in God partnering with us? Because he has given the earth realm to man. The reason why God partners with us and this point is so very important to me. I'm going to explain it. Because he has given the earth realm to man. Psalm 115 verse 16. Psalm 115 and verse number 16. Now, brothers and sisters, please understand that as far as the creation of God is concerned, the reason why God created man, and I believe I have thought of it in this house, the reason why God created man was so that whatever God has made, man will be able to preserve it from it being destroyed by the enemy. Do you remember that teaching? Okay, now. Now, so that is one of the reasons why God created man. Now, when God created man, therefore, God gave man the earth the earth realm. Now the reason why God gave man the earth realm is so that, can we read Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 to 30 before we come to Psalm 115 verse 16. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 to 30. The reason why the Lord gave the earth realm to man is so that as he is in heaven we can also be so here on the earth. So, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Somebody say the earth. And subdue it. Did you see that? And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Verse 29. And God said, Behold, I have given also unto you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree, in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. Verse 30. And to every beast of the earth. And to every fowl of the air. And to everything that creeps upon the earth. Wherein there is life. I have given unto you. And it was so. So. The reason why God partners with us. On the earth. Is because he has given the earth to us. So without us, God can, not that he cannot, he can, but it is an illegality for God to operate on the earth without a human vessel. Listen, brothers and sisters, spirits are not permitted to operate on earth without a human interface. Yeah, that is why I, when we are starting, I was saying that all these things that you see, they are people that have been possessed by devils. They do the bidding of Satan. Hallelujah. Now, God is a spirit according to John chapter 4 and verse number 24, right? I mean, 
God is a spirit. Okay? Now, God cannot operate fully on earth without a human interface. I can give you many examples. God came to Moses. Watch me and listen to the teaching very well. Ebony, God came to Moses in Exodus chapter 3. When God came to Moses in Exodus chapter 3 from verse number 7, the Lord said that, I have heard the cry of my people and I have come to deliver them. Look at it. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters for I know their sorrows. Verse 8, we are reading to 10. Now therefore, verse 8, and I am come down to deliver them. Who said he has come down to deliver them? He himself. He said, I have come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them unto the land that I promised them. But look at verse number 10. Even though I have come to deliver them, he said unto Moses, he said, come now and I will send you unto Pharaoh. The Lord wants to deliver people. But the Lord said, I have to do it through another human being. Why? Because he has given us the earth. You are the owner of the earth. Hallelujah. You know, some of these things, eh, it will take our matured, matured mind to understand it. Because the Lord has done it. That is why the other day, Jesus emphatically said, in Matthew 18, from verse number 18 and 19, he said, again, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth, it shall be bound in heaven. And what you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He said, whatsoever can we read it matthew 18 18 and then 19 and then he said that again i say unto you whatsoever two of you shall agree upon earth as touching it together it shall be done of my father which is in heaven again i say that if two of you shall agree on earth why because he has given the earth to us god will not bypass man to do what he want to do on earth is it not amazing that God wanted to visit the house of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10, darling. In Acts chapter 10, God was visiting the house of Cornelius. Salvation was coming to the house of Cornelius. He sent an angel. The angel came to the house of Cornelius at the hour of prayer. Acts chapter 10. And Bible says that he lifted up his eyes and then he saw the angel. There was a certain man of Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. He was a devout man. One that feared God with his household, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour. An angel, somebody say an angel. Of the Lord coming in, into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And verse number four says that. And when he looked, he said, he was afraid and he said, Lord, what is it? And he said, your prayers and your arms are come up for a memorial before God. Verse number five. However, send men to Joppa. God sent an angel just to tell a human being to send for another human being. Amen. And I was thinking that if an angel has appeared, he must just tell me what I have to do. But God will never bypass a human interface to do his agenda on earth. You see, brothers and sisters, when we understand our partnership role with God, the work of God on earth will be easy. Yeah. 
the work of God on earth. Do you know that um, sometimes there is something called annual general meeting of companies and then maybe it is about shareholders. Now, so when the shareholders are going, what they are going to do is that they are going to take decisions for the company. Leon, and sometimes in the decision making, they will cast some votes. If I am not going and then I give you the power of attorney to go, whatever decision you take over there is like I have approved of it. Do you understand? That is what we are on earth. Whatever decision heaven must take, if we decide to take it, heaven will approve it. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, and now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Verse 6 says that he is lodging with another one called Simon, Etana, whose house is by the sea. When he comes, he shall tell you what you need to do. God is in partnership with man because he has given the earth realm unto man. And without our involvement and our intervention, it will be difficult for the work of God to be completed on earth. That is why, Johnny, that is why in the book of Genesis chapter 32, huh, when the angel appeared and was fighting with Jacob, Genesis chapter 32, look at from verse number 24. Bible says that, and Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And 25 says that, and when the man saw that he prevailed not against him, how can an angel wrestle with man and he will not prevail against man? Because it was in the earth realm. And in the earth realm, man has authority over spirits. That is why we can cast out devils. Amen. <laughs> you didn't get that one. The reason why we can cast out devils is because we have authority over spirits. On the, in the earth realm. When you read the book of Jude, chapter 1 verse 6. Huh, he says about demons that the angels that are fallen... Who did not maintain their original estate in heaven? Look at their disposition. Jude chapter 1 and verse number 6. He said, And the angels which kept not their first estate, that is their abode, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness. Somebody say under darkness. Hallelujah. So, in the earth realm, Man is more powerful than spirit. That is why if you understand your role as a child and a partner of God on earth, things that happen in the spirit, you can reverse it. Because anything that must happen on the earth or in the earth realm, it first of all happens in the spiritual. But when you understand your partnership with God, you can undo it. That is how come Hezekiah was able to turn the verdict. He said, Lord, the Lord said, die. He said, Lord, this one, I won't die. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God honored it. Because it's in the earth realm, if you understand your partnership role with God, what you say, God will confirm it. Praise the name of Jesus. He said, when he saw that he prevailed not, he touched the hollow of his thigh. The hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Verse number 26. And he said, let me go for the day is breaking. And he said, I will not let you go. A human being holding an angel. 
How many of you have seen, let's say, in maybe a clip or something, um, when cameras have caught spirit live before? Like, yeah, you've seen some before. When you see them, are they standing there? Or how do they operate? Swift, right? Sometimes quick. Do you know why? Because it is an illegality for them. It's illegal for them to be seen by man. They see you, but you can't see them. It is like a thief going to steal. <laughs> he monitors to be sure that the owner, and then he'll be hiding in the shadows. He'll be hiding. That is how they operate. Amen. You see? And Bible says that God is a spirit. Amen. That is why we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The reason why we are the temple of the Holy Ghost is because God needs you and I in order to operate on earth. He needs a human vessel. Hallelujah. So when you appear at a place, you carry God where you go. That is why if we don't talk about Jesus, they will not know him. Because we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When you are moving, you are not just moving alone. Jesus said, when the Holy Ghost comes, he will dwell with you and in you. So when you are moving, you are, a, you, are a, you are a moving, expensive, and very valuable entity because of the cargo you are carrying. Hallelujah. Can you lift up your hand? Say from, to, from tonight, in the name of Jesus, my partnership with the Lord makes me untouchable. Do you believe it? Shout me a believing amen. So this is why our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, in the book of Mark chapter 5, when you read from verse number 8 to 13, L.P. Agnes, there were a legend, demons. You see, one of the things you have to understand about demons is that, of course, they need a tangible element to operate in. They can be in human beings, they can be, but it has to be tangible. Okay, that is why sometimes people who worship shrines and things like that they can say that the river that is there is their God or they can say that a mountain is their God because they need something tangible demons inhabit in spirits inhabit intangible things praise the name of Jesus now so in as much as God needs our bodies as his temple to dwell in demons also need human bodies as temples to dwell in so in the book of he said and he said unto him come out of the man that unclean spirit. Verse number 9. Look at And he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And verse number 10. And he besought him much, that he would not send them away out of the country. Now, there were there near them on the mountains a great number of pigs or swine that were feeding. And verse number 12 says that, And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine. That we may enter into them. And verse 13 says that. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out of the man. And entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down. A steep place into the sea. Devils. Spirits. Need a human interface. The reason why God. Has made us partners with him. Is so that. His agenda on earth. Can be executed fully. Number three. The third reason why God will choose to partner with us. 
is that so that we can resemble him. And I love this one. Our partnership with God means that his seed is in us. Our partnership with God means that his seed is in us and it will remain in us. And because of that, we will resemble him. First John chapter 3. Reading from verse number 9 all the way to 10. First John 3, 9 to 10. He says that whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. Why? Good. Why? No, no, no. Why? Again, why? For his seed remains in him. In other words, whosoever is in partnership with God, his seed remains in him. It is the seed of God in you that makes you look like God. It is the seed of Christ in you that makes you and I look like Jesus Christ. That, and when I talk of we are looking like him, it means that we behave like him. We think like him. We operate like him. We understand like him. The other day Paul said, for we have the mind of Christ. Because he seed is in us. Partnership with God makes his seed dwell in us. And when his seed is in us, we resemble him. The reason why in Acts chapter 4 and verse number 13, the people were amazed at them is because they took notice that they had been with Jesus. They Look at the Acts chapter 4 and verse number 13. Now, this was the same Peter, James, John, and the rest that they knew them to be ignorant men. They knew them to be people that didn't understand anything. They were in quote. Like, um, I don't want to use the word useless, but it's like when they were talking about prominent people in the land, they were not part of it. You know? Yeah. Now, Look at that. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. However, they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The seed of Jesus was in them. Partnership with God makes the seed of God remain in you. And when the seed of God remains in you, you resemble him. Act chapter eleven twenty six. Bible says that they called them Christians first in Antioch. The word Christians means Christ-like. After being with Jesus three and a half years, they resembled him. I remember when Peter was at the place of denying Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Charles, a small young lady came and he said, you, you are one of his disciples. Peter said, no, 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 stop saying all those things. I don't know who you are talking about. And then, as he started speaking, he said, even your dressing shows that you are one of him. He said, no. And then he said, even the way you are saying no shows that, he said, the, the, the exact statement is that he said, your talk, even your talk shows that you have been with him. And all of a sudden, Peter started saying things, vulgar language, just to let the lady know that anybody that has been with Jesus can't say things like that. You see, partnership with the Lord will make you resemble the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. It's just like Bible says that iron sharpens iron. You stay in the presence of Jesus, you resemble him. You stay with the Lord, you resemble him. 
in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus, from today, may our lives reflect the seed of Christ in us. I'm not hearing your amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at Mark chapter 3 and verse number 13 to 14. And this is the reason why when they saw them, they knew that they had been with Jesus. And he went up into the mountain and called unto him, whom he ruled. Now Jesus was choosing his partners. When he called them unto him, Bible said that, and they came unto him. Verse number 40, and he ordained 12 out of them that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. That they should be partners with him. That he will send them forth to preach. Can you lift up your hand and say, I am a partner with God. Hallelujah. Number four. Why does God choose to partner with us? What is the wisdom in God choosing to partner with us? So as to preserve the rest. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning. So as to preserve the rest. Whatever God has a part in, he is committed to preserving. Anything that God has an investment in, he is committed to preserving it. This is the reason why it doesn't matter how the chaos of the earth is. Except the rapture of the church, the Antichrist cannot fully be amplified. Because when the Antichrist is amplified, my goodness, Bible calls that era the era of the great tribulation. And do you know when he will be fully unleashed? When the church, the partners of God has been raptured. Now, the, 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 the rapture, the, when we talk about the rapture, eh, the rapture is the picking up of the righteous to go be with Jesus. Hallelujah. For a period of time. Now, listen. The reason why the enemy cannot annihilate the earth, it doesn't matter what happens. Total annihilation of the earth is not possible because the Holy Ghost is here. And the Holy Ghost is here because of you and I. Hallelujah. You see, that is why the enemy fights us. But the world, listen, the world doesn't know that we are the reason why the earth is preserved. When the angels went to Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 19, they didn't know that if they had more of Lot and his family there, they would have been preserved. Yet, the people of the land wanted to finish Lot. Especially when they saw that the men had come in. They said, give them to us and let us do with them what we want to do with them. They didn't know that they were Lot and his family. If they had more of his kind, the land would have been preserved. Yet, they were fighting them. You see, when the, when the world is fighting you, understand that it is not them that is fighting you. It is the forces that want to destroy them. That is using them to fight you so that when you are not there, the forces can have the opportunity to destroy them. Did you get that? Yeah. We are the reason. I don't care what they, they, they think because that is the truth. You are the reason. In, in Genesis chapter 39, can we just read Genesis chapter 39? Reading from verse number one downwards. Bible says that, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. Verse 2 says that, And the Lord was with Joseph, 
and he was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian verse 3 and his master saw that the Lord was with him not because of his position not because of he the master's position he saw that the Lord was with the slave and that the Lord had made all that he did to prosper in his hands verse 4 and because of that Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. He became his personal assistant. He became his personal slave. Listen, brothers and sisters, when you are at a place and you are being fought, understand that the reason why they are fighting, even the people that are fighting, they don't even know why they are fighting you. It is because your presence is light. Bible said that light shined in and darkness could not comprehend it. So you being there, you are obstructing the activity of the enemy. And the enemy will use them because they have availed themselves to fight you. But the people fighting you don't know that when you are not there, probably they would have been dead. Probably they would not have been even at that company. Amen. Wherever you are living in that area. You see, I want you to have this understanding. And you see, when you have this understanding, even your attitude will also change. Because now you know that you are responsible for the area. Hallelujah. When Bible says that, son of man, in Ezekiel chapter 33. Look at Ezekiel chapter 33. And let's start from verse number 1. When the Lord said that, son of man, I have made you a watchman. He was saying that because of my partnership with you. At a place, why would the Lord not announce it to everybody? But He will announce it to you. He said, Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak unto the children of the people and say unto them, When I bring a sword upon the land, if the people of that land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, verse 3 says that if when he see the sword coming upon the land and he blow the trumpet and he warn the people. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, if the sword comes and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own heart. But verse number 5 says that he, he heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. Verse number 6 and 7. But if the watchman see the sword coming, you see, when you understand this teaching that we are having tonight, you understand that you are not just in partnership with God for your gains, but also that you are a watchman in that apartment complex. It will even change the way you pray. Yeah. In that vicinity, in that zip code, it will change the way you pray. You are the watchman there. You may not have the opportunity of going around telling everybody, but in your prayer, you got to pray for the land. Hallelujah. He said, however, the people be not warned, and if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at the hand of the watchman. Verse number 7 and 8. So thou, O son of man, can you say with me, I have set thee a watchman. Uh-huh. In the case of Ezekiel, over the house of Israel. In the case of you, over the zip code, 37. Come on, put your zip code there. 37. Again, 37. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what a watchman we are. Hallelujah. Sometimes the watchman can sleep and sleep and sleep until thieves enter in. 
Listen, brothers and sisters, before God and man, anytime things happen that must that are not supposed to happen, the watchmen were sleeping. Matthew, you, you, want, to, you want to prove it, Johnny? Look at Matthew. Matthew chapter 10. You see, it is not an accident that you are living at where you are living. Or you are working at where you are working. Matthew chapter 13. Look at Matthew 13 and verse number 24 and 25. Eunice. 3, 7. What? Ah. 1. You are, you are inside. <laughs> Another parable put it forth. Hey! Unto them saying, the kingdom, how are? 3, 7. Uh-huh. You see that is different, different. Now, he said, another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man who sowed good seed in his field. 25 says that, but while men slept. You see? The only time that the enemy came to sow tars was while men slept. When the partners were, you are a partner on the ground. The Lord is not here. You are supposed to open your eyes. When you go to Wall Street and they open the market, my goodness, try and watch it one of these days on YouTube. You'll be surprised. This one calling, this one shouting. They, hey! And I wonder how they understand it. Amen. And sometimes when you go, it is like, Mama Diko, have you gone for um, an auction before? I, I don't know how the people speak. And, uh, and, and they are talking, and everybody understands. Uh, have you gone for a, 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 an auction before? Germany, is it not amazing? The way they talk. One day I went for an auction with um, um, Pastor Shana. We were, I didn't hear a, a word. And then by the time you hear, sold. Hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. Sold. I said, how can somebody buy something here? But they understand. And as, they, as the guy is rhyming, you see, those that are buying, they are alert. They are hearing. They are hearing. Hallelujah. Hey! Shana said, Papa, shall we put something on? I said, sister, the way they are doing this thing, by the time we realize we have bought something we didn't want to buy. Because maybe we said we want to buy this bottle of water. By the time we say yes, they have already sold it and they are on the chair. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. The only time problems will come, tasks will be sold, is when the watchmen are sleeping. We are partners with God. Ladies and gentlemen, so that the Lord can preserve the lot, his lot amongst the rest. Now, look at a scripture in Genesis chapter 18 and 20 to 26. Genesis 18, 20 to 26. Actually, this is my last point. He said, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, Verse 21, my goodness, I will go down now and I will see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which I have come, sorry, which has come unto me. And if not, I will know. And verse 23 says that, and the men turned their faces toward to go. And Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Verse 23, and Abraham drew near and said, will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, Peradventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Will you also destroy and not spare the righteous for the sake, I mean the place for the sake of the 50 righteous therein? Look at the answer that the Lord gave. That be far from thee. 
to do this after this manner. To kill the righteous with the wicked. And the righteous should be as the wicked. That be, that be far from you. And the verse number 26. And the Lord said. If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city. Then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Why? Because then his investment is in the land. You see brothers and sisters. We are partners with God. And on Sunday, probably before I finish with my message on Sunday, I will talk about the areas of partner. One of the areas of partnership is the area of marriage. Where the Lord said, a threefold cord is not easy. I'm going to tell you areas, major areas in partnership that the Lord wants to have with us. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. Because until we come to the understanding of the role of God, in partnership in such areas, it will be difficult for us to enjoy the full benefit and the full blessings thereof. But today, the Lord wanted us to understand these four major reasons why he always enters into partnership with us. That number one, so that because he was putting us in a place where the enemy dwells, he needed to be in partnership with us in order to coach us and direct us how to continuously overcome and remain as victors. And then secondly, so that or because he had given us the earth realm and he cannot or spirits cannot fully operate in the earth realm without partnership with man. How many of us have heard a statement like generational case? Yeah, it is very real. And generational cases come because somebody opened the portal. Yeah, for the family. And in the same way, there is something called generational blessing. One day, there was a guy called Phinehas. Huh? Phinehas, I think Psalm 103 and verse number 30, 31. Or yeah, I think Psalm 103 or so. There about. He said, and Phinehas did something. And Bible said that it was accounted unto him for righteousness even unto his generation up to today hallelujah it was accounted unto Phinehas for a generational blessing so just like we partner or people can partner with devils to bring generational cases people can also partner with God to bring generational blessings and I see you partnering with God in Jesus name bringing generational blessings over your home and then when we are in partnership with God, we come to the place of resembling him, operating like him, thinking like him, seeing like him, you know. And then you realize that souls will now be very important to you. Now, uh -huh. look at Psalm 106. Let's start from verse number 29. Psalm 106 from verse number 29. That they provoke him to anger. They were talking about how they provoke the Lord with their inventions. And the plague break upon them. Verse 30 says that, Then stood up Phinehas and executed judgment. And so the plague stopped. Now look at the blessing thereof. 31 says that, And that was counted unto him for righteousness unto all generations. Generational blessing has been opened. You see, that is why Germany, sometimes the things that we do, it is not just because of us. It is because of generations after us. Yeah. I see you becoming the door opener of a generational blessing. And then, 
we become partners with God or God in his hidden wisdom makes us partners with him so that he can preserve the rest. Amen. Can you lift up your hand to the heaven? Hallelujah. In the book of Romans chapter 11 and verse number 16, he said, if the first part is holy, the rest is holy. Look at it and then we'll pray with it. Romans eleven sixteen, For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. It means that, now anything called holy means it is for the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse number 3. Anything called holy means it is for the Lord. Jeremiah 2. He said, Israel was holiness unto the Lord. And the first fruit of all his increase. All that devour him shall offend. And evil shall come upon them. Did you see that? Now, so when he's talking about, now go back to the Romans chapter 11 verse 16. So when he's talking about the fact that when the first part is holy, the rest is also holy. He's talking about the fact that when we are in partnership with the Lord, the eyes of the Lord is upon the rest. Do you remember that, um, Dufier, when the Lord told Moses in the book of um, Exodus chapter 12, when they, he said that they should put the blood on the lintel. All they needed was the blood on the lintel. Anybody that was in was preserved. Whether they were Israelites or whether they were Egyptians or whatever, didn't matter. What was important was that the blood was on the door. If the blood was not on the door, then even if you are an Israelite and the blood is not on the door, the angel will appear there and destroy. In the same way, when you, you are at a place and you understand your partnership with the Lord, and then you operate the partnership rules and regulations. Then ladies and gentlemen, because of you, you become like the blood ensign in that company, in that family, in that vicinity. And because of you, evil will be stopped in Jesus' name. Can you rise up on your feet? Give a clap unto the Lord. I see our partnership with the Lord giving advantage unto the people that are connected to us. Amen. There's a certain scripture I love so much. He said that as for you also, things Zechariah chapter 9 verse 11, he said as for you also, by the blood of your covenant, I will set forth free your prisoners. So we all may have people that are connected to us that are in prison. I'm not talking about physical prison. I'm talking about sometimes mental prison. I'm talking about sometimes addictive prison. I'm talking about sometimes issues that they are going through. And the Lord said, as for you, Emanis, as for you also, by the blood of your covenant, okay, by the understanding of your partnership with the Lord, I have sent forth your prisoners out of the pit wherein there is no water. Sometimes you may not be the head of the family. Maybe you are not even the richest person in the family. You don't need that. All you need to do is to be in direct and communicative partnership with the Lord and the Lord by you will preserve the rest isn't it not powerful amen can you lift up your hand today say father in the mighty name of Jesus I believe in my partnership with you as your hidden wisdom to preserve the multitude that are connected to me as I pray I reactivate my partnership with you 
the name of Jesus. Can you lift up your voice and just begin to pray? Just begin to pray just for two minutes. You are praying, understanding your role as a partner with God. The hidden wisdom of God has made you and I partners with God. And as partners with God, we are supposed to be the avenue, the opening of the door for God to come through. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Share baturi ba ye dabradak. Man talaba si brande sandaliata. Man dere bere be kabatoliata rabaya. Ye brado shantalabaya kabadaba. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Matalabaya sandaliakapa. Ye brado shandaliakapanda dabaya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Mazurabasi karabashandalabaya. Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, tonight we understand that our partnership is a hidden wisdom of yours. You didn't have to partner with us, but you just chose it because of our benefit. And Lord, as long as we remain in active partnership with you, there is no way Lord, we will not resemble you. There is no way that those that are connected to us will not be preserved. There is no way, Lord, that you will not operate on the earth without us or with us. And there is no way that we will still be defeated. We will always be continuous victors. Therefore, we pray, help us. May we consciously and intentionally understand our partnership with you. I pray for everyone online and in-house. Lord, let the benefit of partnership with you be real in our lives. Let it be tangible in our lives. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, I want us to pray just one more prayer. And we are praying for our night of supernatural encounter this Friday. I don't know, but there is something that I know God is doing. For the past two days, I have felt it and I have experienced it. And I want us to pray that, Lord, on Friday, let every worshiper encounter a unique experience of you. Can you lift up your voice and pray that prayer? Let's pray that prayer for the next two minutes. That our night of supernatural encounter this Friday, my goodness, Lord, let the heavens be opened. We are coming fully expectant. Fully, fully expectant. Your word. Prophecies, healing, deliverance. Lord, anything that you want to do in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, this Friday, may we not be denied the power thereof. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Remember this Friday the Lord said. I will be your help. I can't wait. Isaiah 41 verse number 10. I will be your help. And I'm expecting a help from God. 
I don't know about you, but I'm expecting help from God. Is somebody expecting a certain help from God? Yeah. This Friday, the Lord will show up as our help. Amen. And come fully expectant. God bless you. Let's take our seats in heavenly places. In case you are here, you don't have a relationship with the Lord. I want us to pray and then commit our lives into the hands of God. So if you are here, you don't have a relationship with the Lord or you are online, I just want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. The greatest partnership begins with a relationship with the Lord. Partnership with the Lord starts with a relationship with the Lord. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. We believe and strongly know that as we are in partnership with you, the benefit and the full tenets of the partnership, Lord, will unveil in our lives. Bless each and every one of us. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name, we call it done. Amen. All right. God bless you. We'll be on the prayer line 3 a.m. If you brought an offering unto the Lord or you have a seed towards the uh, remodeling and everything, I want you to lift it up. We have the giving portal. It's going to be on the line. Those of you online that want to sow, now I want you to all look on and then lift up that seed, lift up that offering unto the Lord. If you brought in your card, you can go to the back there. They have the cash machine over there and then you swipe and then you do what the Lord lays on your heart. Amen. God richly bless you so much for contributing to the work. It's amazing. And the speed with which they are working is amazing. Hallelujah. And we are believing God that um, we will be able to finish it in the time that has been stipulated. The, work, the, the men are working assiduously and giving all to it. In case you want to be of help in any way, you can let me know. And then after service, I'll connect you to them. And then if there is any time that they need help, you can join us and then we can help. Amen. God richly bless you. Please lift it up. Father, we thank you for the grace of giving. Receive our offering. Receive our seed. It is a means of partnership with you. Bless it. And let it, let the harvest be guaranteed in Jesus' name. Please, let's drop it with joy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Amen and amen. All right. God richly bless each and every one of you. We want to take our communion. What is the communion? The communion is the very body and blood of Christ. And as we take it, brothers and sisters, we receive the full benefit of the body and the blood of Christ. Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. And so when we eat a body and we drink the blood, what we are doing is that we are taking in as partners with Christ. His very body and his very blood. That is what Jesus said. Bible said that he took the bread and he blessed it. And when he had broken it, he gave it to the disciples and he said, take and eat, this is my body. I want you to pray over the communion. I don't know what you are believing God for. But the communion is such that whatever you are believing God for, when you pray over it, God uses it to check it out for you. Maybe it is healing that you are needing. Maybe it is a visitation that you are needing. Whatever it is, the communion has the power to knock it out. And it has the power to create. And it has the power to form. Father, we bless the bread and we bless the cup. When it was blessed and it was broken, 
Jesus said, it is my body. And when the cup was blessed, he said, it is my blood. Father, we receive it as the body and the blood of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's eat the body together and drink the blood together. pretty sure that by Friday when you come there will be maybe a few more disarrangements and all that but you'll bear with us, amen because we are doing it for our own benefit and comfort amen, God bless you shall we be on our feet oh oh okay, come, 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 come. our sister Darlene will be going to see her mom in in where? Pittsburgh. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. And so we want to pray for her that as she goes, of course she'll be back. She's not going to stay forever. Amen. She will be back. Amen. But we want to pray. She's going to be there for some time to be with her mom and then cater for the mom for some time. So we want to pray for her. Remember the message we have prayed today. She's going as a partner of God, representing God in the home. So we're praying for her that she carries healing. She carries joy. She carries restoration. Please, are you hearing the words? So when you lift up prayer, we are praying for one minute for her. That as she goes, she is a partner with God. Whoever God or whatever God want to do, God is going to do with her over there. So lift up your voice and pray for her. That as she goes, she goes in the full capacity as a partner with God. And represent God in the place. In the name of Jesus Christ, bring in healing, bring in peace, bring in joy, bring in comfort, bring in longevity, bring in everything that the family needs in order to be complete in the eyes of the Lord. Bring in salvation, above all, bring in conviction in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we decree and declare that these shall work in her life even as she goes, as a partner with you, in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. God bless you. The story is said of Smith Wigglesworth that when he was going for a, co- a conference in places, he sits in the train or he gets to a certain place and all of a sudden, the whole place will be arrested by the Holy Ghost and people will start confessing and people will start being slain as a partner of God. That is what is going to happen in our lives from now. Amen. The Lord bless us. Say amen. The Lord keep us. Say amen. The Lord empower us. Say amen. The Lord give us grace to advance his work. Say amen. The Lord strengthen us to walk with him. Say amen. If Jesus does not return and he tarries, we will meet on the prayer line at 3 a.m. And on Friday at 7 p.m. here. Hallelujah. However, if he returns, we will meet in heaven. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. 
and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen.